Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show and this episode is going to be about High Tension, uh, also known as Switchblade Romance, depending on your location. And uh, this is a French uh, horror film uh, from 2003. It had quite a reputation at the time. I remember it being like a big deal when it came out. Uh, but we're going to talk about this. We'll start spoiler free. We'll give you warning before we get into spoilers. Uh, also worth mentioning, this is the Patreon vote winner uh, for the month. Our patrons voted this because our patrons at the five dollar tier once a month get to vote between four films. Um, and I believe this was a a crypt selection of uh, picks as well. The four films were all taken from the crypt, which is also a Patreon submitted user list of like movies that they want us to do at some point. And then every so often we'll put them in a vote, or we'll just pick one of them and do them. Regardless, here we are. This is uh, this is this is high tension. Yeah, uh, also fit in nicely for uh, to watch just a few days uh, after four twenty. You tied it in somehow, Tim. That is <laughs> that is uh, good work. Good work. Uh, so uh, also, uh, you know, we didn't have an episode last week. We actually skipped one week. Mm-hmm. Just one. Like you know, we said we'd have a, a rough patch for mm-hmm. a while, and we've only skipped one week. I'm, that's quite good. We're proud of that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll give you a proper show today because we're back mm-hmm. after a week <laughs> off. So <laughs> it's gone off. It's off to a good start. It's off to a good start. Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I usually. I know, I'll tell you what. How are you, Tim? How was how was your week off? Did 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 did, did you <sighs> do anything nice? Did you see the sights? Did you? <laughs> um, I mean, didn't do much. Mostly, uh, it was mostly work. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. I've been doing uh, some traveling. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, you know, we went to Hawaii for a wedding, and then last week um, we went uh, up north a little bit uh, to the kind of. I guess you uh, you don't live here, so you wouldn't really know. But the San Luis Obispo area, because uh, that's where our wedding's going to be. So we're scouting out some wedding stuff. So so had some travel stuff, but other than that, just a lot of you know a lot of work, still grinding out. Um, you know, doing a lot of overtime. Not so not much fun stuff. <laughs> Nothing that interesting really happened. So you spent a good minute just listing it in, in detail, <laughs> all the non-fun <laughs> stuff that you did. I want to give them a show, Tim. Sorry. It's, it's then, uh, this is now the section which they have to get through uh, to get to the hopefully good stuff. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know how confident I'm being after that. I'm yeah. bit, uh, I mean, pretty much all I do, uh, especially lately when I'm not working, is just reading. Um yeah, I don't. Uh, I haven't really been watching much lately. It's mostly just been, um, yeah. If I'm not working, I'm usually reading, either catching up on comics or uh, reading a Stephen King book. I just finished The Long Walk, which uh, was pretty oh. good. I so. think I just usually expect you to make up stuff for silly sake. <laughs> so when you actually just listed the actual mundane reality of everything that's happened in the last week or so, um, I was disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, my life has gotten very boring. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like when I, I don't want you to be silly, you give me some silly, stupid answer, mm-hmm. but when I actually set you up and say, here, entertain them with, with silliness. So you need, I need to be nice, uh, nicely rested and fed well in order to be my normal uh, silly self. When I'm tired and overworked, then you just get the, unfortunately, the real version of me, which is not very interesting. But 
hey, that's <laughs> that's what the fans want, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, please be excited for the rest of this episode. <laughs> so, High Tension. What is High Tension? Mm. High Tension is a film about uh, two friends, uh, Marie and Alex. Uh, <laughs> Alex is taking Marie back to her uh, family's home that's out on a farm somewhere. Um, because they're going to be working there over the the summer or the year or whatever it is, and but the night the first night there, uh, this this man this this serial killer shows up and starts killing the family, and it becomes a sort of a uh, Marie kind of running to try because the killer doesn't know she's there because she's not in any of the family photos and stuff. He kind of isn't aware there's an extra person there, and mm. she's trying to save uh, uh, Alex who's been kind of kidnapped for <laughs> nefarious purposes. So. <laughs> That's I laughed because when you said when you said two friends, I thought you were talking about Marie and the serial killer. I was like, what? They're not friends. Why would you think that? <laughs> They're like the two main characters. What? Oh, come on, Tim. This is, this is, this is a shambles already. Tim, do you yeah. enjoy high tension? Um... Yeah, so like you mentioned, um, it was kind of like it felt like a big deal when it came out. I feel like it had like a lot of buzz uh, around it, um, and, uh, and again, this was you know uh, two thousand three, right? Two thousand three. Uh, yeah. yeah, so like it wasn't like you know the, the internet wasn't as big. You weren't on there as much, or at least I wasn't uh, as much. And but uh, you know, I remember hearing like rumblings like, oh man, this is like really like messed up French horror <laughs> movie. You got to watch. Um, and I do remember liking it a lot when I first saw it, uh, rewatching it. I'm not as big on it. Uh, it's not bad. Mm. Um, and obviously we'll get more <laughs> to it in spoilers, but I guess I would just say, uh, after you watch it the first time, it's hard to watch it the same way, uh, the second time. Yes. Well, actually, fun enough, I think this is the first time I've seen it since the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So the second time they call that, that's that's the correct phrase for that. But the point I'm making is, is that <laughs> this is the first time I've rewatched it. And I, I think I saw it for the first time probably, you know, maybe a couple of years after it came out. Sure. Uh, yeah. So it's, so it's been the stuff didn't come out as like quickly back then. Like. Yeah. So, so it's, it's been a good, you know. 13 14 years something like that since i saw it but obviously there is a big th- uh, you know reveal at the end of the movie um, which obviously we're not going to talk about at all until spoilers mm-hmm. but what i will say is watching it this time it is a completely different experience when you know exactly where it's going at the end because you're mm-hmm. you're looking at things differently you're you're reconsidering things and mm-hmm. uh, you, you and it's funny actually because i think after i watched it the first time i actually like i enjoyed it but mm-hmm. i questioned if the ending made sense <laughs> right yeah and the mm-hmm. fact is is watching it this time and having the, the knowledge of where it goes i actually think it it, it it worked better for the ending than i thought it was going mm-hmm. to from memory uh, i still have some things that i would question and it, critique but it, it it feels like they they did put some thought in it but it doesn't feel like they made like an airtight like yeah, it's not airtight, but yeah. there's the, there's definitely things hinting to the ending. There's definitely mm-hmm. lots of little moments where you can go, oh, okay, I didn't maybe read that the right way the first time because you know you're just caught up in the carnage of the violence and the, the tension and the suspense. Because mm-hmm. I, I think if I'm going to compliment it, is I do think it is pretty well shot and there is a good level of suspense. Yeah. 
the movie has a has a personality. The music's very mm-hmm. sad and sort of melancholic uh, throughout. You know, it's yeah. got a feeling to it, which is something that uh, Alexandra Aja, who made this, when he yeah. went on to do like the Hills of Eyes remake and stuff, mm-hmm. that was like void of devoid of anything like that. Like it was, I was just yeah. like generic crap, basically. <laughs> uh, so you know, yeah, the uh, the the gore is like pretty good too. Oh like, yeah, Gore's like good. yeah, they're decent kills. Um. Uh, there are times uh, watching it that I felt like, eh, I don't know, this feels like that kind of thing where it's like almost trying to be like shocking for the sake of being shocking or something. <laughs> like, but, like there's this one moment in the beginning that I think is kind of like funny, and I'm like, ah, come on. <laughs> but um, I think I know the scene you're talking about. The, 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 the scene <laughs> you're talking about, I also don't like very much. I think the rest of it, though, <laughs> is honestly actually d- d- played quite well. And I think mm-hmm. even if it was trying to be shocking at the time, the odd thing mm-hmm. is, is that now I don't see most of it as being remotely shocking. It's just kind of yeah, this it's is true, horror. Yeah, this yeah. is you know, I see this all the time. It's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I would say I still quite like it. I, I'd say it's held up better than I thought it was going to. Actually, I think mm-hmm. I went into it assuming that I was going to like it much less, and I actually mm-hmm. came out of it feeling like, you know what? It like, it's funny because I feel like I maybe like it in a different way than I did the first mm-hmm. time. But I think I came in. I came into it thinking, "Oh, this was this was this hip film, you know, fifteen or so years ago," mm-hmm. and I think it's maybe going to feel cheap or whatever on a rewatch now. Instead, I came out of it kind of respecting it for what it was, regardless. You know, it's like, "Oh, they had this fun little idea for the horror movie, and they did it. It's pretty well shot. The kills are good. Um, it's got a nice brisk pace to it. It's ninety minutes. It doesn't drag really at any point. Um, so I'm pretty positive yeah. on it. I'd, I'd say. Yeah, uh, I'm. I, I don't want to be too negative on it, but I feel like I'm. Um, yeah, just like a little bit, like in the middle. Like uh, yeah, it's not. It, it's definitely not bad, but yeah, it's not something that I'm like. Oh my god! Like I need to rewatch it. It's gonna be on my you know top 100 you know uh, horror list or anything. It's like watching. I'm like, oh, this is fine, but uh, yeah, it wasn't overly uh, crazy. Okay. Uh, honestly, I, again. <laughs> You know, big thing we'll get to in spoilers, but I think maybe without that uh, kind of that thing in it, uh, maybe I would have liked it more if it's just a you know more straightforward. Oh, here, take this movie as it is, kind of thing, instead of like a uh, yeah, making you think. <laughs> Who wants to think when you watch a movie? Huh? <sighs> People with brains, Tim. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I know it's a radical idea, yeah, and I, I know that you can't relate, but it is a thing that exists. Um, but hey, so so yeah, uh, well yeah, we'll make the spoiler-free section probably uh, quite quick here. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll give it our general thoughts. Um, uh, yeah, Alex directed well. Uh, cast are fine. Uh, not that they have like, yeah. a lot to do beyond acting scared or you know menacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much in between. Um, but no, like I say, I think it's brisk. I, th- I think it, it moves qu- quick enough. Um, and a funny thing is, is I think the the ending bugged me a lot more than the first time. Knowing it was coming, yeah, it didn't annoy me as much because I, I didn't feel like, oh yeah, you pulled the rug from me, you try to trick me mm-hmm. and whatnot. It, it kind of felt like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I know it's coming. It worked. It, it mm-hmm. honestly worked better on a rewatch than it did the first mm-hmm. time. The the, the reveal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, but for some reason, I'm just imagining you like when a movie pleases you, you just blow it a little kiss when it's done. What? (laughs) 
See, this is the random silly Tim I was setting you up for at the start of the show, and you disappointed me. And now, you, now you're thrown at me when I'm not prepared and have not. What? That's the thing. You can't ask for it. If you if you ask for it, you're not going to get it. But... <laughs> that sounded really rapey, Tim. I'm not going to lie. Oh come on! <laughs> it didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask for it, you're not going to get it. <laughs> you think that sucks all the fun out of it? What are we talking about? Uh, I, I, I physically, I, I physically don't think I have ever blown a kiss to anything in my life. I don't think I've ever made that motion with my hand. Oh, well, that makes me very sad. <laughs> you're living such a sheltered life. Next time you go to the movies and you get your little. Uh, I don't know what snack you get at the movie. Um, I don't know some type of beef stick or whatever. I, I assume uh, maybe just you know as a thank you, blow the the cashier just a little kiss, say thank you, and uh, and then let them know what movie you're gonna go watch, and then yeah, see see how that works out for you. I don't know how to respond. To that. I don't know, I don't know how, where to go from here. I. <laughs> I think streams after midnight is cancelled. Show's done. We're, we're, we're wrapping up here. There's nowhere to go. I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> I think when we do do our, our last episode, I'm just gonna like run run out naked in the streets, just yelling like I'm free. I'm free. It's over. And uh, Tim, when we do our last episode, you'll be 65 and you won't be able to run anymore. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> you'll be all well, free. Have, uh, have our chairs. <laughs> so. Is it, we're all gonna be like Professor X from the '90s X-Men cartoon, just like these giant yellow now, floating what, chairs. What we're gonna go do, Tim, is we're gonna get together and we're gonna go and do streams after midnight in a cemetery at like two in the morning. Oh, okay. And we'll, 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 you know, we'll talk about the movie. We'll wait for ghosts to maybe pop out. It'll be fun. It'll be a whole thing. Yeah. All right, I'm down. That's that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What was I even talking about before you went down this blowing a kiss nonsense path? <laughs> You're talking about the score. Yes. <laughs> was I? <laughs> I don't think it was. Maybe. The score's alright. There's, there's a couple of main tracks that kind of play a lot. Uh, there's also a Muse song that I, ha- I haven't heard in a long, yeah. long time that plays a couple <laughs> I of times. about that. Uh, For some, I, I feel like... I, this isn't true, but I, I feel like that was in like every movie trailer that year like it, it seems like so like resonant okay i see what you mean i, I like how you started that saying okay this isn't true but <laughs> <laughs> okay so why what <laughs> uh, so we'll get spoilers we'll fill spoilers then for mm-hmm. for high tension um so so the twist yeah let's just talk about the twist because yeah. I, I feel that's what most of the conversation is going to kind of revolve around now uh mm-hmm. so of course the reveal here uh, at the end is that there is no actual killer, is that Marie herself is the killer the entire time and she has a split personality and she's the one killing everyone. Um, and honestly, when I first saw this back then, I really enjoyed the movie, I really enjoyed the suspense of like her, because a lot of it when the killer shows up is her like running around the house and like hiding under the bed, then hiding in the closet and she sees the, the, the mum get her throat slit, she sees the dad from upstairs get like his head put in between the, the stair like barricade and then the the the, clo- the 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 cabinet just like decapitating him, like she sees all this stuff and she's hiding. She's trying to like you know hide and be quiet. And the the killers like sort of walking around the house and like searching the rooms and like all that stuff's great. Mm-hmm. 
it gets to the end and you get this reveal that she's the one who's been doing this the whole time and I remember feeling like what was the point of that twist I felt like you were just doing it to have a twist rather than the movie actually really built up to that however watching it this time knowing that the entire time uh, there is actually a lot of things throughout that do actually help it Mm-hmm. that maybe you don't notice on the first time because uh, I was paying close attention to how the family members who see her before mm-hmm. they die or of course uh, Alex who's still alive like how she reacts to her when she sees her you know when she's tied up and Marie comes into the room she looks at her like she's really terrified at her yeah. you know she's, she's like, mm-hmm. terrified from her uh, the mother's like got a dying word she sort of grabs and says why yeah. and, you know as if she's like why did you do this mm-hmm. you know there's, there's lots of those little things and I'm like okay this kind of works um I think it's very interesting to read into the, the the motivation where she clearly has feelings for Alex. She, mm-hmm. She's 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 interested in her. She seems to disapprove of the fact that Alex is sexually active with men, um, mm-hmm. and the killer actually arrives at the house and starts killing people while she's mid orgasm. She's she's masturbating in the in the bedroom, and it's mm-hmm. almost like this is like an awakening. Like you know, she's fe- scared of sex or she's scared of this stuff because it brings out the worst in her or something. You know, the, deep down. Uh, so it's, it's it's really interesting that the killer arrives while she's mid orgasm. Mm. That is a really important like sort of little detail. I thought, oh, that, that that's quite interesting. Knowing where it ends, mm. if you're reading yeah. into the psyche of like why she's doing what she's doing and what motivates or what, what uh, triggers the the violent reactions and whatnot. Mm. Um, Hopefully, that doesn't happen to most people. I mean, if I if I got <laughs> violent and killed someone every time I masturbated, Tim, I would have racked up a furious kill count by this point. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's that thing actually. I remember someone who was, you know, it's one of these like anti-abortion like messages was like, ah, oh, every every time you masturbate, you're 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 killing like hundreds of children, thousands of children, yeah. and I'm like, so I've basically committed genocide. Then is what you're saying at this point? Yeah, isn't that that's the um, like uh, uh, I, I think the end of um, shoot, what's uh what's that Monty Python movie? Uh, uh, Holy Grail, the the meaning meaning of life. Meaning of life. Uh, Yeah, I think they is it at the end or at some point they have a song in there called "Every Sperm Is Sacred," um, which is a very good song. Uh, I've never I've never seen any other movies so uh... (sighs) insane. Um, (laughs) What? uh, Oh yeah, (laughs) I was looking something up on my phone. Uh, Have you ever seen uh, adaptation? I have not. That's that's the Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, and uh, I, I actually, I really, really like that movie. But it's a uh, so Nicolas Cage is actually playing Charlie Kaufman, real life screenwriter. Um, but in the movie, he has like a fake uh, twin brother uh, named Donald, uh, and like he's just kind of like this like uh, mess up, more of like a goofy party guy. But everyone loves him. But like he like decides he wants to be a screenwriter too, and like he's telling Charlie Kaufman his idea for a movie, uh, and it's it's called The Three, and it's about like. Uh, a woman being chased by a killer and the cop that's trying to like save her and then like he was going through like this premise and he's talking about like and in the end they all turn out to be the same person <laughs> and then uh, Charlie Coffin just goes on this big rant about how it's like the most hack stupid dumb generic thing <laughs> that you can do <laughs> but I couldn't help but think about this uh, that through the this movie yeah I mean I, I've seen other things pull like similar twists and sometimes it works really yeah. well because you know it, it, it ties into thematically what the movie's doing or what the tv show's doing um i feel like uh like this i i don't want to say that like oh this movie pulls it off exquisitely uh but i do think like 
you know they they definitely could have been a lot worse with it like uh that you know there is some interesting stuff to it um but yeah i don't don't know if i'm like completely in love with uh you know that's what it is yeah no i mean i I think the twist is fine now i wouldn't say i'm in love with it but i think it works well enough i think there's still Mm -hmm. elements that kind of like don't make sense to me like like (laughs) because so i'm like okay so it's really just hard and we should never really see him when he's not like around her or killing but there's a scene early on where it just cuts to him (laughs) in his truck and he's masturbating with like a decapitated head of a girl (laughs) and then later on like when when alex is taken she's in the back of the truck and one of the things i was paying attention to here is that the truck is driving (laughs) we go to other locations there is no like she has to be physically out in the front of the truck being the one who's driving but we see her in the back and she's like trying to tell alex she's okay but i was paying close attention to this and Alex, like, never kind of, like, acknowledges he's there. She's actually just always kind of looking around. She never actually looks at her directly. Uh, yeah. Kind of implying, you know, that she's not really in the back with her. So that, okay, that kind of works. Mm. However, this truck does exist, and there is scratches on this, the, the, the roof of the truck from, you know, other girls who have been kidnapped and stuff. And I'm like, mm. okay, so where did this truck come from? Has she actually been taking other girls and killing them? Um, you know, yeah. where, where was this truck hiding? Because she arrived at the house in the car with her friend. You know, with Alex. That, that's, yeah, that, that's what kind of gets me because um, it, it seems like they're very close friends that, uh, yeah, she's probably been, uh, you know, uh, close together with her for a while. That Yeah, it's yeah. like, when did she have time to do yeah, this? They've been, they've been together long enough that she, she references, you know, all the all sexual partners she's had recently. She's like, oh, yeah. you're back with them and you're doing this. You're doing, you know, it sounds like she's been around long enough that she has, like, knowledge of, like, just recent history with her. Yeah, and you so, and you wouldn't be going to like you know spend the weekend at your friend's parents' house if you know you weren't pretty close. Uh, I would think. Yeah, uh, so I'm not I'm not sure like if the truck really exists or if it's really just the car they're in or like which well, parts. Be true too, yeah. What, yeah, which parts are fabricated, which mm-hmm. ones aren't? I mean, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the other thing you've really because obviously the movie's in the house. It's a lot of her sneaking around. For, you know, obviously we find it later. It's not really a killer. Uh, it's just hard, but you know it plays well enough. Uh, certainly on a first time watch, when you're like he's stalking around the house and she's hiding in the closet, she's watching things, um, and then obviously like the, the killer does does run out and like shoot the the the, the kid because they've got like a, a young boy as well. Um, mm. That I I thought uh, I love the way that that scene's uh yeah was shot. Just uh you know the way she kind of looks out the window and you see the yeah the boy like running into the field and then you just kind of see yeah the killer slowly walking in towards him that's a yeah. pretty good effective uh scene yeah especially when you know it's really just her and it's like okay yeah. it makes sense she <laughs> saw it and then she's acting on it yeah, yeah. um and they, they get to like a gas station at one point and mm. uh she comes in first like talks to the cashier and then the killer comes in after and she's like oh, i phone the police as this guy and i'm like okay how does this scene play when it's just her it's not like both of them because yeah. actually the, the, the twist is revealed later on because we see the security footage of like her being the one that kills him and that mm-hmm. he was never actually standing behind him so it's like how much of this is in her head uh, mm-hmm. he does look notably scared throughout the entire thing like once the, the killer ver- version of her is in play I guess mm-hmm. but I you know I'm wondering like you know is he terrified because she's actually intimidating is he terrified because she's acting you know she's like going back between back and forth between personalities because from his perspective did she come in and say hey you need to call the police you need to call the police and then she like walked back up and then started acting all weird and intimidating. Yeah. Like, is is that the, the weird part of it? You know, is 
But even again, that scene, she's asking him, like, hey, like, do you bring girls in here? Do, 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 do all the rich girls in the cars who drive through, do, do they ever offer you service? Like, it's always about sex. She's definitely, it's all about sex and uh, her uh, suppression of her own sexual uh, mm-hmm. being, I guess. Um, but I, I mean, I guess that's what the movie's really about. It's, it's about uh, not suppressing it because it can create a monster. Mm-hmm. In this case, literally create a monster that does awful things. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's reality, what they taught us in a health class in high school. No, because, well, the opposite. Because they, they wanted you to suppress it, Timmy. Because they're like, no, you can't have sex. Sex is bad. <laughs> Repress it all. Masturbation is bad. You're going to Satan. You're going to hell. Well, I, I think they should start showing this movie uh, <laughs> in high school health class to say, like, no, like this, because, yeah, back in the day, that might have been the attitude. But I think the attitude now is like, no, don't don't suppress it. Otherwise, you will kill, kill people. I think that is a pretty <laughs> pretty much a given at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, uh, in a realistic sense, it makes you unhealthy. Your mental <laughs> state may deteriorate, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, of course, is taken uh, like a movie or a TV show would, it takes it to the extreme and makes it entirely literal. So, um, but no, I mean, it works well enough for, for what it does. Uh, and she, and I, I do think like at the end when she's like kind of, you know, quote unquote killed the killer. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's got the buzzsaw or, or actually no, he gets the buzzsaw out the the car, <laughs> but, but you know, she, she, she wraps the, the barbed wire around the, 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 the you know, the, 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 the pole from the fence and she starts like whacking him in the head and all the rest of it. Great yeah. gore. Looks good. Uh, <laughs> as, as the, the entirety of the police department are out for, out for <laughs> um, but <clears throat> Jesus Christ, there's a lot going on. Uh, so, <laughs> She, she, we get the, the twist, and then we get, we get like Alex finally getting sort of ungagged and like sort of reacting to her. She's like, oh, "Stay away from me! You murdered my whole family! You did all this!" And it becomes this chase sequence, and she's like, "I'm on your side! I'm on your side!" And then when she's like stabs her back and like runs off, that's when she sort of turns back into the killer. And we actually see her like take out the the big buzz saw, and you know we get again we get the the, the death of the guy in the car who tries to help her, um, and the whole thing and. Throughout all this, there's this really sad music playing throughout the whole thing. I, I like the melancholy of it. There's, there's this kind of like yeah. sad desperation to it all. It, it doesn't necessarily play it all for this is oh, a monster, brutal murder, killer. Mm-hmm. This it plays it as kind of sad as this person's this screwed up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's a tragedy in and of itself. Uh, you know, on top of the obvious, you know, killing of innocent people, which is obviously a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but hey. No, so, yeah, I, I think it works well enough. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you can critique some of it, and I think it doesn't, it isn't, like you said, it isn't airtight. Like, some of it makes yeah. you go, how does this scene work exactly when it's just yeah. her and not both of them? Or how does this scene work when it's just, you know? Yeah, I, I do think, though, uh, it, like, you are right, though. Like, I was, um, uh, like, a, a little bit surprised at, like, rewatching it. Like, oh, it does mostly work. Like, um, yeah, other than a, a few stuff here and there, like I, I, I don't know, I think I was kind of expecting it to be maybe a little bit more of a mess. But I was like, I oh, know, like yeah. yeah, for the most part. Because um, I, I think then, I think the stuff that does make it work is other characters' reaction to her because they know yeah. she's been doing this, and mm-hmm. when you're watching it, knowing that she was the one killing them and hurting them. Mm-hmm. their reactions of horror and it plays because i think the first time through it plays fine anyway because you're, oh, they're just terrified and scared and they're, they're they're confused and angry and upset and it doesn't make much sense but on a repeat viewing when you know the ending is that she's actually the killer mm-hmm. it does actually mostly line up with how, the, how the, all the other characters interact with her um mm-hmm. where, where it maybe like suffers a little bit is like when you're like okay but 
where did this truck come from and how, how you know because there's a whole point where she's like chasing the truck down in another car and I guess you could just yeah. say oh she's just driving the one thing that she's in you know where Alex is in the back no matter what it mm-hmm. is but she thinks in her head she's chasing after it because she's you know she's got a hero complex mm-hmm. it's like on top of the, the usual sexual frustration stuff mm-hmm. and uh, you know letting her aggression out she's also got this fantasy of being the one who saves her you know I'm the one who comes yeah. yeah, you're the damsel and I'm going to come and save you she has this fantasy mm-hmm. almost um, mm-hmm. what she's basically enacting by a uh, yeah. And it is a question: Has she done this before? Has there actually been other victims, or is this just? And that, that's the big problem with the scene with the, uh, you know, when he's on his own with a de- decapitated head. Yeah. O- outside of just trying to be shocking because he's, you know, he's given himself a blowjob with a decapitated head, <laughs> is that it's like, well, what, how does this fit in exactly uh, with the like? Because she's still with her friend, she's in the car, she's away. Yeah. Um. Because they imply at the start she has this dream where she's been chased through the forest by herself, which is actually a really big hint when you you know what the ending is. You're like, True, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Um, that sets things up. I I almost like was shocked at that at the opening because I was like, that feels like it's far too on the nose. Like it's actually just blatantly blatantly telling you what the the ending's going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. but I guess most people, including me. Uh, don't don't pick yeah. up on it the first time. You, you don't necessarily take it as oh, it's going to be the big twist. It's that's just her the whole time, you know, chasing after herself. But yeah, hey. so <laughs> but yeah, so well, yeah, the, the decapitated head scene. What like <laughs> what's your thoughts? Mm, I, I don't think you should do that to someone. Uh. That goes without saying. Yes. <laughs> It should go without saying. I mean, maybe maybe some people do need that uh, reminder, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, that, that's what I was referring to earlier. That it's see. Uh, I, I mean, when I first saw, it, I I probably was like, whoa. But yeah, watching it now, it just feels like a little like gratuitous. Like, uh, okay, you're just trying to be like, oh, like big shocking. Like, oh, not only is he uh, killing these people, but he's uh like just sucking himself off with them. Honestly, it's the uh, only one like, that feels gratuitous. Though, like the rest of the gore in the movie just feels like yeah, it fits yeah. with the scenes it's in. But mm-hmm. that one scene just feels out of place, uh, and it feels like, hey, look at how shocking this is. Look at how badass this killer is. But on yeah. top of that, once you know the twist, it doesn't sync up with like what. So why are we cutting away to him on his own doing this away from everything? Yeah. Like it's just kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. Which, which kind of makes it like. It's like it's intentionally there just to throw you off. It's like it's intentionally there yeah. to make the twist more effective, but in a in a cheap way because it doesn't actually work. Yeah, like if if he came up with like some type of like, you know, airtight alibi of like oh like oh this is actually what's going on in the scene. You can rewatching it, you can see what's happening here. Like I, I think that would be pretty impressive. But yeah. Uh, without it it kind of just feels like yeah like a cheat like we're going to show you something shocking to set up like how dangerous and crazy this guy is uh and also yeah there's no way that could really be happening with given with what we know about the character and where they are and everything it's uh, it's very strange yeah um also i guess another minor critique is that there's a sort of cheap little scare scene uh when they're on the way to the house where our friend, you know, Alex stops the car and is like, oh, I think I saw someone out in the, the field. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. she makes her walk out into the field and then gives her a little fright when she tries to drive the car away. I, I guess you could say it's kind of teasing her own feeling of abandonment, like she's going to be abandoned mm-hmm. by her friend because she she loves her. She's in love with her. She doesn't want her to ever leave. So maybe mm-hmm. that, that teasing uh, is a is a thing. Um but yeah, uh, so and actually, I do, I do like though. Before she masturbates, she does actually look. You know, she's outside smoking, <laughs> and she looks up and she sees like Alex you know, showering, 
And it's like this very kind of intimidating, almost menacing kind of perverted kind of watching that she does uh, mm. before she comes in and goes upstairs. And I, mm. I, I, I like that as a foreshadowing again of the themes and of mm. like why she's really obsessed and you know what, what's causing her, you know, at least in her head, what, what what's justifying mm. all this crap. Uh, like, like you, you were taking notes. You were like, oh, "Okay, if I stand here and look up there, then I can see." <laughs> Honestly, I have never ever been to a, a house that has like a shower that's visible from a window. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It, it, it is. It is a full-on movie thing. I mean, maybe older houses didn't think about it, so maybe they yeah. do have windows. And because my bathroom doesn't even have a window in it, it's like in the middle of the house. Ooh. So there's, there's not even a window to open. Uh, and most bathrooms with windows tend to have frosted glass for, for this very reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, you know, or whatever. Like, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, it never happens in real life. Yeah. And I've tried. I've looked. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Come on, it was the obvious joke. If I didn't make that joke, you were going to make it. So I just thought I'll get in, in front of him and make the joke. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so it's one of those things. Like, I feel like you never actually get like windows into, like, I feel like any time there's a movie where someone looks like looks through a window and sees someone undress, even if it's not a bathroom, I'm like, no one ever does this. No one ever actually undresses no, no. in front of an open window. Yeah. <laughs> not not unless they intentionally are kinky and get off on the idea of it or something like. But it's it never happens by accident. No one ever actually just does it yeah. in front of a window. Like it's weird. No. I don't know. But, Certainly not. Well, it's one of those movie tropes no. that just uh, are bullshit, mm-hmm. but hey-ho. Mm. Oh, I thought you had something to add to him. <laughs> You've been very awkwardly quiet through this and just giggling to yourself. I feel like you've got a lot to admit that you don't want to uh, 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 fess up to. I, I shouldn't. Uh, I don't, I don't want to implicate myself in anything. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> we got a regular peeping Tom over here. He's got his binoculars out. Oh, come on. You could have said Peep and Tim. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Low hanging fruit, uh, Tammy. Low hanging fruit. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, we already mentioned it, but like the, you know, I do think uh, you know, the kill scenes uh, were pretty good, especially the, uh, you know, the first one with the, the dad. Uh, I thought yeah. was, you know, particularly <laughs> like brutal. That's good. Um, I liked, uh, yeah, the, the mum getting her throat slit was pretty good looking. Uh, the the cashier getting axed was okay, it was fine. Um, mm. I, but I, I think what I like about it is that I feel like some movies do really good suspense and other movies do really good gore. This is actually one of these unique mixtures where they, they do both quite well. There's a lot of nice like suspense where she's hiding and like he's looking for her, both in the house, then at the gas station, in the bathrooms and stuff. Like, so, Would you say that it succeeded in... Giving you high tension. I su- I suppose it would. I suppose I would. Yes. Okay. There you go. It succeeded it on its promise. Yes. Um. So so no. So I, I like Switchblade Romance. Yeah. So I think that is a pretty cool name. That's pretty cool. I mean, high tension is a direct translation of the the French. So I don't know why they felt they need to change it for certain places, but you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It is a cool title. Switchblade Romance does sound quite cool. But hey, uh, and also the I, my probably my favorite part of Gore though is might actually be when he's getting bashed in the head with the barbed wire bat. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, because she cool. pulls it out of his skin and you just see all these little you know cuts and from all the various yeah. bits of barbed wire. It just looks really quite good. Uh, yeah, so I think that's one thing. Like uh, yeah, uh, uh, how do you pronounce it? It's Aja. Ah uh, yeah, uh, Alexandra Aja. 
yeah uh i think that is one thing that he is good at like um you know uh whether or not like you like his movies i i do think uh you know he's good at like being pretty brutal like uh you know the gore never really feels like it's like held back uh or anything or like you yeah know, you, you really see like uh it always feels like i feel like his stuff uh is very visceral you get like you know like a lot of like close-ups of some crazy stuff uh so i mean i guess we'll uh we'll get to written then and timmy mm-hmm. and obviously the movie ends she's, she's in a mental asylum and mm-hmm. uh you know uh alex is looking through the 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 the, the, the mirror and uh mm-hmm. she just kind of like you know holds up her arms like oh uh, alex and then it's cuts the <laughs> oh, it works it's fine it works as an ending I, I remember being again i i genuinely think the, the final like 15 20 minutes Worked better for me knowing what the, the ending was going to be than it did the first time. Yeah. Where I felt kind of like, does this work though? If this is the ending, like, I mean, she was honey hiding from him and everything, like, you know. Yeah, but, I almost feel like I don't really want to watch it again. But I part of me feels like uh, maybe I I almost should because it, it almost felt unfair that like while I'm watching it, it I'm not really like you know like part of my brain is instead of like you know focusing on just watching the movie it's focusing on being like the mechanics of it like okay yeah how does this work okay hmm. so she's there he's there like you know let's, but like uh, to, to be fair though it does make it a really easy second watch because there's like a whole new true. lens through which to watch it because the second time you're like you're analyzing it and going how does this work with the idea that's really just her you're like how does this fit into the themes of the the sexual frustration and repression like how does this you know mm-hmm. like you, you're actually you have a whole new sort of avenue to sort of go down and because of that it makes the second viewing really easy i'm curious now if a third viewing would uh work because like now that i've yeah. done both of those does it does it not have the same charm like try to figure it out the third time or or whatever but mm-hmm. hey uh so let's rate it so tim uh okay. what would you rate it out, uh, out of 10? uh i don't love it but i can't really be too harsh like it it is still like a mm. you know a decent watch uh so um and yeah, it held up better than I expected. So I think I'll give it a, a six, which I, you know, I think it's decent. Uh, not crazy about it, but yeah, I don't really have, you know, that much bad stuff to say about it either. Uh, yeah, six, six is a little bit in the low end, I think, uh, for me. Um, I, I think I'm actually going to give it an eight. I, I think. Uh, no, I, I generally think it works much better than I thought it was going to a second time. And from my memory, yeah. I, I think I liked it at the time, but over time, my my memory kind of assumed that it didn't age well. So I had these this weird like mixed opinion on it. And then watching it again, I'm like, no, no, what works about this still works really well. And then the stuff that I didn't like it as much in the first time when I thought the ending was a bit cheap actually works a little bit better. It's, again, it's not airtight, it's not perfect, but I thought it was a really solid 90 minute watch like i can't like yeah. you know G- going into it i was like oh i'm gonna like this as much it's gonna be a bit of a slog and i didn't feel any of those things like i was actually kind of into it uh once it once it hit the 30 minute mark once the killer was at the house once it got to that point it basically never let up and i was kind of into yeah. it for the whole time so yeah i, I mean yeah hopefully i'm not being like too harsh but again ultimately you are though, you I so are to... you've been an awful person you're an awful human being tim but I mean, ultimately, though, I have to kind of go on like my enjoyment level of watching it because e- even if like you know you can't really 
like if it's technically you know proficient and you know does certain things well uh yeah ultimately there is going to be that you know personalized factor of your okay well even with all that stuff taken into account when i watched it how did i feel about it and yeah it's uh, yeah for me it was just it, it was less like oh okay oh wow cool oh okay and, and more like Oh, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> so. I, I, I don't just fight off to over-explain it too much. I mean, oh, I mean, I, I, mean I know the point French. of the show. Is, <laughs> I, mean, I know the point of the show is to explain how we feel about the movie, but mm. uh, you've done a reasonable choice. Time you don't have to, you know, get defensive of your score. Just accept that it's wrong, and we can move on with our lives. It's fine. No. <laughs> that is us though uh, that has been Screams After Midnight so apologies we did miss a week but we should be back again next week um, no plans to skip another week uh, as of right now so uh, so uh, it's a pleasure of course the, the vote for this month is up on Patreon as well so make sure if you're a Patreon go and uh, check yeah. out the vote and uh, go do that uh, it's all end of school year uh, theme this time we've got prom night we got uh, graduation day stuff like that I can't remember them off the top of my head I, I should have had them up so I could talk, could have told you uh, but that's that's the theme so it's all end of school year stuff so uh, mm-hmm. go check out that and give it a vote especially if you're a patron if you're not a patron go to patreon.com slash TV and consider being a patron to get some bonus stuff and feel fuzzy inside for supporting uh, the show <laughs> and the channel uh, so that that is that is us. So like, subscribe. Let us know what you think of the movie in the comments. All the usual stuff. Uh, get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to uh, get channel updates and stuff like that, I said that already. That's weird. I, I basically repeat <laughs> myself. Uh, this is Yeah, you know, just to sort of circle us all back around to the very start of this episode. Uh, Tim was making funny faces at me as I was counting down before we started, and it was really putting me off. So if I had a weird look in my face at the start, that's why it's all Tim's fault. It's always Tim's fault. Um, and people might be expecting me to say goodbye here, and then blow Tim a kiss because that that would be the, that would be the natural conclusion to me saying I've never blown anyone a kiss before. It ain't happening. It just ain't happening. That's us, guys. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>